Welcome to the Real Ramblers. I'm Bill. This is my brother Lee. That's the Home Alone music. Hi, I'm Lee. Didn't sound like Home Alone. Yeah. Do, 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 do. That's okay, that's it's right. the lead that's into right. that. Okay. Ding, 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 this year, I can't even tell you what. Um, what is time, guys? I know what it's be about relativity and time. Yeah, um, how it's going too fast and yeah. stupid. Because some days feel like they fly by, and other days feel like we're on that planet in interstellar. Oh, was super slow. And it was Christmas. Although it wasn't slow, life it was fast on it. Anyway, we'll do a whole other episode on that. Bet you're all looking forward to that one. <laughs> yeah. um, so, Christmas favorites. Lee and I have both always been big Christmas guys. Uh, when <laughs> we were kids, we loved. It. Our parents always did a fantastic job of making our Christmases great. We always had a lot of festive decorations in the house. We always, we pretty much always got what we wanted to. Yeah, we were real uh, brats. We we're like, if you don't get me that plush ET, <laughs> I will burn this fucking house down. That was Lee. Yeah, Lee was like that. Yeah, and then I was like, could I have a cookie? <laughs> yeah, Bill was a British boy. <laughs> I was. <laughs> could I please have a sugar cookie? My accent's I'm not ever even, so hungry. It's not even detectable now. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> you have worked with a speech therapist so uh, i wanted to start off with you mm. when you think of christmas movies what's the very very first movie that pops into your head a christmas story really okay yeah i, I can't believe you're not gonna say that i'm gonna burn this house down yeah I, <laughs> no it, that's no, my, that's my go-to be, that's my, oh, yeah thought, it probably oh, would be i thought of something else maybe the one ahead. that would pop into my head too yeah i mean uh, maybe the first ones that pop into my head are more traditional ones from before i ever saw a christmas story okay like white christmas kind of pops into my head because it's such a traditional favorite i used to be so so um, on that movie mm-hmm. like ba- uh, a while ago because i'm like it barely takes place at christmas i don't know it's all yeah. about the war and shit yeah. but now i've really grown to like it well it's funny i always used to watch that and holiday inn and i used to love holiday inn even though holiday inn takes place during all the holidays of the year not Ah. just christmas but holiday inn was the first movie that actually featured the song white christmas oh it wasn't okay i don't know if i've actually maybe i must have seen it over the years somewhere (laughs) jay might remember this that uh i revisited holiday Inn. i'm like i love holiday inn (laughs) and i went and watched it and there's this whole number in it Uh that was for i think it was for Lincoln's birthday was the holiday. Okay. And it's like I, everybody's in blackface. Oh no. And they have people singing in like oh, that no. that stereotypical like yeah. I don't want to say it but like no, the, I know the what you mean. Yeah, accent like, yes, that yes, was yes. used in movies back then. Oh, and it, and I was like, well, I can't watch Holiday anymore. <laughs> Time to throw my TV <laughs> out. I literally got rid of the <laughs> my Blu-ray TV and was like, has been oh, littered God, with racism. But White Christmas is Yikes. fantastic. Yeah. Um, and it has great numbers in it and everybody's really good in it. But anyway, A Christmas Story. Let's talk about that one. 
Okay. Because that's long been a favorite of both of ours. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I was going to say, I think it's a nostalgia thing, but I think like there's very few people I know that don't like it. And I think the only people that don't like it. I don't like think it, it is a nostalgia thing with that movie. I think no, it's just it's, that it's a really well-made movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only people Bob I've Clark. come across that don't love it, I think are because, you know how there's like that one station in the States that plays it like on a loop? No. There, oh, there's a, there, okay. So there's a station in the States that plays it like on, on a loop. loop. They play it on Yeah. A loop. Like, okay. I don't know if it's for one day for a fucking week and they're just like, oh my God, this again. So. Right. I, okay, I get it, but it is a classic. I mean, nobody's making you watch that. <laughs> well, those people I talked to were kidnapped and placed in a room oh, that with makes just sense. a chair. That makes sense. Yeah, okay. um, they also uh, hate clock, chairs. Yeah, Clockwork Orange yeah. style. Um, but uh, no, it's just it's a perfect movie. There's like for me, what uh, makes that movie great is that it succeeds on multiple levels. It's not only. A nostalgic Christmas movie with the music with uh, Gene Shepard's uh, yeah. Gene Shepard, right? Yeah, the yeah, narration. Yeah. Um, Jean the, the looking in <laughs> <laughs> the looking in the window <laughs> at Christmas at the department store, the mall Santa or the department store Santa. Yeah, all that Christmas stuff is nailed in it. But then on top of that, they also nail genuinely what it's like to be a kid. I totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even though it's from a different time period because it's supposed to be 40s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um, the radio shows. Hey, yeah, so even though I Danny. saw it, what year was uh, Christmas Story? 83? 83? I think. So even though we saw it in or the something. 80s, I didn't feel like I was watching a period no. piece because the uh, sentiment of being a kid in it is universal. Yep, totally. Yeah, yeah. Just that feeling of being a kid, like waiting for Christmas because yeah. it was like. And the imaginary scenes where he's using his Red Rider BB gun. Yeah. Like, those are things we did when we were kids. We imagined mm-hmm. ourselves in scenes like. So it nails Christmas. It yeah. nails being a kid. Yeah. It nails humor. Oh my God. It's so funny. So funny. Yeah. Like uh, Darren McGavin. Come you on. know what I like about Darren McGavin too is that it's like he's like a good dad. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's you know, obviously got a temper like rick him, rack him, rack him. Well, that's that's, that's, a, that's a swearing. Okay. I guess um, that's the other thing I think about this movie is the authenticity. Yeah. Is that they seem like real people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're it, not it would be, one dimensional at all. No, it would be like stereotypical if he was like kind of a dick dad and like the yeah. mom is nice, but it's like he's like he obviously like loves his kid. He gets him the, the BB gun. Yeah. And, you know, it's I don't know, it's just and I when his I, kid I, is he likes his BB wife. Gun, <laughs> you know? He is super happy mm-hmm. watching oh, his kid. I love that scene. Like me too. Know, they, they run everywhere. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's great. Yeah, it's just it's like a yeah, perfect Yeah, the mom's brilliant. Oh, oh my God, Melinda! Yeah. No, Melinda Clark is that? Was that her name? It's Melinda something. Melinda, no, no, Melinda Clark Dillon. Is the direct Dillon. That's yeah, it. Melinda Bob Dillon. Yeah. Uh, I wish she would have came back for that one that came out last year, Christmas Story, yeah. Christmas, which I is on my list. We'll get to it, but I actually but really like. Far it. retired, right? That's yeah, why she, she just didn't. retired, which is which was too bad. Yeah, but. All of those elements, it's amazing not many movies can pull off every element of their movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, and sorry, and the other thing is production design is through oh. the roof authentic. Yeah. Nothing in it feels like a set or any, it doesn't feel fake at all. No, no. Everything feels real. Yeah, the writing's brilliant. The directing is brilliant. Yeah, it, it, it's just it's like a ten of a ten out of ten. Yeah, for me, it is and, for sure. and we watch it every Christmas Eve. That's our that's our like tradition now. Yeah. We yeah, watch that, and then we follow it up with the Bill Murray Christmas special, which is fucking great. So great, I love. If you say so. 
You don't like it? No, I didn't care for ah, it. I, I, I thought it, it felt very forced. and uh, I don't know. It just, it, you know what? It just worked for me. Um, uh, <laughs> you know what's crazy? Just to, like, oh, I just want to do this real quick on the topic of a Christmas story. Um, did you know, uh, we talked about this a little bit before, but this may be new to uh, our audience. So uh, Ralph Parker is is the kid in it, right? Yeah. There's like an entire um, like universe of Ralph Parker like movies. Because obviously like they did make like a, I mean, even before a Christmas story. So in, uh, and they're all narrated by Gene Shepard, uh, mm-hmm. except for the, like the last couple. Right. And a lot of them were TV movies. Like in 1976, there was something called Phantom of the, I'm going to, is it open hearth? Unless I wrote it hearth. down wrong. Hearth? Hearth. H-E-A-R-T-H. Hearth. Yeah. Like that. on a fireplace, a fireplace. Oh, hearth. that's it. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I can't read my own writing. Uh, and it was a TV movie and Gene Shepard's like in it in a car and he's like, back when I was a kid and blah, blah, blah. Oh, really? And then in 1982, there was a special called the Great American Fourth of July and other disasters. And it's like a different uh, cast every time, but yeah. it's playing like Ralph Parker and my old man and my mom and Randy really? and Flick. Uh, and then the Christmas story. And then in 85, there was something called the star-crossed romance of Josephine Canal. Kuznowski. Uh, in wow. 1988, there was something, I can't even believe this is the title, Ollie, I can't even say it, Ollie Hop Noodles, Haven of Bliss. Um, <laughs> hey, Jay, I think you just found your next album title. Yeah. <laughs> um, in 1994, there was that one called My Summer Story, and it was yeah, also released as uh, It Runs in the Family, and Charles Grodin was in it, and yep. one of the Culkin kids was, was, and they filmed it at the same house again, uh-huh. too, which was kind of neat. And uh, and then in 2012, they did A Christmas Story 2, which is I want to interject that I love Charles Grodin. Charles Grodin is great. But yeah, yeah. Continue. Uh, t- 2012, they made a Christmas Story Part Two, and it's total fucking dog shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, it didn't work for me because <laughs> it's dog shit. Eat shit. Christmas Just Story say Two. Say it's dog shit. It's Lee. dog shit. Stop being politically correct. Um, it was a fucking terrible movie. I watched it at a, and it's like Daniel Stern's in it. And he plays the old man, and I love Daniel Stern, but fuck you. Yeah. Um, and then they did that Christmas Story Christmas, which came out last year, and I really, really liked. it. Me too. I loved it. I was surprised how, how I good thought it, was. it did a really great job of capturing a lot of the same stuff that the original did mm-hmm. and uh yeah i loved it oh, uh, i was hoping we were going to cover that one a bit because uh this yeah. might be a little bit of a longer episode but that's okay that's your christmas present we can't fit all this into 30 minutes you're welcome listeners <laughs> they're eating it up <laughs> that's them eating up their podcast what was your first uh, christmas movie that comes into your brain uh well it was white christmas but not as a favorite it's just like if it was like a psychological test of what movie pops in my head it's it. white christmas and i think that's just because it's programmed from when i was a kid you know that's that the movie that popped up on tv first mm-hmm. or or like the rank and bass specials and stuff like oh that. my god like those, those are psychologically the first things that pop into my head yeah for sure but when i think what am i gonna watch santa uh, claus three yeah i don't know what <laughs> yeah i don't know what the first uh, movie would be like maybe home alone yes um and the the remake home alone too because uh, <laughs> it is beat for beat the same movie. Yeah, I'm just except- waiting for the director's cut where they s- use CG to replace Donald Trump with somebody else. Oh my God. Yes, please. You, um, you, you know what? You can cut that scene out and it will not affect the movie. No. Please just do that. Yeah. But okay, so let's just move into like movies now. Okay. Instead of what we remember, because now there's too many. Because yeah. if I'm going to pick a favorite, I'm going to have a hard time because there's a mm. bunch that are very equal. But yeah, so let's do a bit. Uh, Home Alone is uh, brilliant. 
I love both it, Home Alone. We just watched one and two. Yeah. And even though part two is the same movie exactly as the first the movie, uh, they've just, it was way more cartoony, obviously. Did he you gets see in the news, by the, the way, face that, that... repeatedly and yeah. didn't die? It's amazing. <laughs> I also, just real quick, I uh, I just love that at the end of part two because he makes friends with that homeless lady. Yeah. And it's like Kevin McAllister, his family is obviously rich as uh, fuck. Residentially re- misplaced. No. Oh, um, but, you know, thank you, thank you. Yes, um, um, <laughs> it's true. Uh, Kevin McAllister's family is rich as absolute fuck. Yeah. Like his whole family. Yeah. His brother has a place in Paris. He owns like a four-story brownstone yeah. in New York. People are buying tickets for like fifteen people to go to. Yeah. Right. So they are like Bruce Wayne level billionaires. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, Kevin makes friends with this lady, uh, this unhoused woman. Yeah. What does he give her at the end? Hey, here's this free bird toy. I got you. <laughs> Fucking good luck, lady. <laughs> <laughs> like that's it. But it's not no. like as a kid he had access to the family's money. I, well, you know what he could have done? He could have said, "Come up to the hotel room with us." Yeah, he should have. And that. and also like, "Hey, mom, this this woman saved my fucking life from the burglars that. that I've never told but you." We about. don't know what happened after the end of the movie. She probably that died under happened. that bridge, <laughs> trying to eat that plastic bird because she's poor. Um, fucking Kevin McAllister, little psychopath. Anyway, um, under the bridge, she was attacked by the "Let the Right One In" vampire girl. <laughs> yeah, died. it's the same universe. Yeah. Sorry, you were going to say something about the news. Uh, yeah, did you see that Macaulay Culkin just got his star on the Walk of Fame, and yeah. Catherine O'Hara is the one that presented. That was it to really him, nice. Yeah, which was just beautiful. Yeah, that was it. amazing. Um, yeah, Home Alone is like it's a formulaic Hollywood movie that for some reason completely worked. Oh my and, god! And sometimes, like that's what makes a great Hollywood blockbuster right is when it's sometimes you can make a templated hollywood movie and it actually works mm. if you've got the right people making it like chris columbus is a great director oh God, yeah. john hughes and, yeah and everybody in the cast um, why have we not thought to do a john hughes i don't know episode? i don't know okay did you know he wrote home alone three like and that's no. a crappy one yeah yeah, yeah. wow Weird. Well, anyway, everybody has duds nobody that's, has a perfect you resume can't, you can't hit a home run every time yeah. right guys baseball Baseball. We're a real sportsman here, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it totally threw me off. Okay, so uh, yeah, so anyway, Home Alone's brilliant. Yeah, and Home Alone too, despite being exactly the same, it's still fun. It's still super fun because some of the jokes are different. The oh yeah, Tim Curry, are different. Yeah, yeah, he's great. Yeah. Um. So yeah, definitely stuff to love there. Elf. So Elf is one of those movies that almost on paper. It shouldn't have been great. <laughs> as good as it was. Yeah. yeah, especially, like, can you imagine reading that and being like, at this part, a stop-motion narwhal comes up. Yeah. Like, you know, like, oh, you'd read this stuff and just be like, bad. what? But, again, for some reason, it works. Yeah. And my first instinct is to say, oh, it's because of the comedy genius of Will Ferrell. But no, because comedy yeah. genius Will Ferrell has done some stuff that's been crap. He, yeah, he has. Uh, so it's, it's it was a it was like the perfect storm. It was, it was a because perfect storm. Because I think most of the credit goes to John Favreau. Me too, yeah. Because uh, even like, I mean, it was him that, you know, was like, we should make the North Pole look like the Rankin-Bass movies. Yeah. And it's exactly like, exactly. so much so that they almost got into trouble. Over yeah. That, like legally, yeah. Um, Why because would you do that? Rankin I know, right? Bass, like the spirit on. of Christmas, yeah. Bass was fine with it, but Rankin was a real bitch about it. <laughs> well, that's, um, that's why he's Rankin. It's true. Did not uh, have permission? Uh, no. No, because no, they, they weren't copying anything directly. It was just in the, the look style of it. Of. Yeah. But they were like, too close. Money. All we care about is money. Yeah. Money? Was that a Yukon Cornelius? Silver and gold! It was kind of... It was my blend of Yukon and the head elf. 
<laughs> it's for Santa. You ever notice that that head elf is like a real dick? Like, you want to be a Oh, dentist. he's horrible. Well, actually, don't even. Okay, no, you're going to get me on a whole Rudolph thing now. Because everybody in in Rudolph is, is a fucking, fucking asshole. asshole. Yeah. Because then when he's like, all right, a one and a two, it's for Santa. And then Santa doesn't give a fuck. Uh, Mrs. Claus, Mrs. Claus says, that sounded great. She, yeah, and she leaves nice. the room. And then Santa's like, that was terrible. Yeah, well, need, needs work. Go. Yeah. Go. Horrible. Like, and ooh. then Rudolph's dad, dick. Yeah, just Total straight up dick. racist. Yeah. Steven Santa's a straight up racist yeah. in that. Like his uh a bit abnormality. <laughs> like he was just that's just how he looks. It's horrible. You we gotta fucking... get we're talking about elf. <laughs> right. Elf is amazing. <laughs> elf is amazing. <laughs> so also down to the casting, who would have ever thought when you're doing a Christmas wacky comedy? Hmm. Who says wacky Christmas comedy? James Kahn. Seriously, like, yeah. Who? Yeah, and James he works perfect Kahn. in it. He's brilliant in yeah. it. He's so good. Yeah, and he actually has those moments later in the film of like really genuine warmth mm-hmm. towards his son and towards Buddy. Yeah. That that's amazing. That I think only maybe an actor of his caliber could yeah. have, could have pulled that off in a role that's so silly. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, add in Peter Dinklage. Oh my God. Uh, You you know, what's a funny thing that I never noticed in that movie until I think it was that Netflix, like the movies that made a series where the guy that plays the kind of like manager of the store, uh, that Will Ferrell works at cut cut the ribbon six inches, six inches. Oh yeah. He's like the head. Yeah. 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 It was supposed to be Wanda Sykes. Yeah, playing that role, and then oh, she couldn't right. do and it. His name tag still says Wanda. Still says which is Wanda. Amazing. Yeah, um, I remember seeing that. Yeah, that was funny. It just yeah, it was, was great Zoe too. Deschanel. Though everybody was good in it. Like they they cast it perfect. The it was just it works like, and it's very it's just so Christmassy. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like Zoe was great in it too. Feeling. Mrs. Property Brothers was was uh, she's married to a property brother. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, but yeah, she was great. Uh, the kid was great. Again, production design off the charts. Oh yeah. Like the whole the North Pole stuff was like genius. Oh yeah. And all the tricks, like all the force perspective yeah. and different tricks they had to do yeah. when you watch the behind the scenes is like it's crazy. Yeah. It's like Lord really of the Rings re- scale stuff. It, it really is. Yeah, yeah. Like just shockingly uh uh cool. Yeah. The stuff they did. And then of course the thing I think ultimately that made it as successful in uh, such a Christmas classic now is that it it struck that perfect balance of funny and heartfelt. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. You know, like Buddy. Buddy's the butt of a joke, and he's an idiot, but he's genuine. Oh, yeah. And you really care about him. Yeah, yeah, totally. Because uh, he could have been, again, that is the brilliance of Will Ferrell, because he could have been a one-dimensional, just stupid... Like annoying. ...trip on a banana peel character. Yeah. But Will Ferrell took it to a whole other level. And There's only one part in that movie where I'm like, I'm not buying it. And it's this when he's working in the mail room and he gets drunk with that guy. Yeah, yeah. He's I like, love that you, scene. You are my best friend. And that guy goes, I'm, I'm 26 years old. And it's like, you are not 26. <laughs> You're a hard 47. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> like, what, I always thought what that was life weird have too. you led, sir? Like, I always thought that was weird. That too. was it, though. But he does work in the mail room. That's true. That's and he's like drinking you. on the job. So it's like, and yeah. nobody cares. Everybody no, no around them is like, oh, they're drunk again. Yeah, and they love the song, whoop, there it is. 
<laughs> Christmas classic. Um, <laughs> right, let's move on. You got another yeah, one? I do. I do. So for me, like I love a Christmas Carol, a yeah. Scrooge, Scrooge movies. And it's like, there's obviously a fucking million of them. Yeah. And, uh, uh, like I wrote just like, I'll blast through just cause I think you and I have, cause there's almost too many to talk about. I know, you're like a, you're like a Christmas Carol aficionado. I am. Yeah. I've watched some like real stinkers too. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, really just a fan of mainly one. The George C. Scott one. George C. Scott. Fuck. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's like everybody, Alistair Sim is always the one that everybody goes to as the go-to yep. best Christmas Carol. And I'll, and I love it. It's a great movie. It's, it's good. But for me, the George C. Scott one is the best one. He's that's ever been so made. good. Everything about that one is, and it was a TV movie, I think. Yeah, I think so. Like 84. Uh, uh, it, he's just, he's so good. His George acting. George C. Scott sells like nobody can sell. Totally. Like yep. that dude. He's the most convincing Scrooge. Yeah. His acting choices are amazing. Like everybody, the cast is the whole cast is great. And again, with that same thing with the Will Ferrell, George C. Scott is 1000% convincing when he becomes heartwarming. Oh my God. So much. Like, it makes me so, like emotional like, yeah. when I, when I watch it. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. When he goes to his nephew's house and stuff and it's like beautiful. apologizes. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, the, there's an Albert Finney one and it's a musical. That yeah. one's fucking great too. Yeah. His, I don't know if I've seen that one. It's so good. The songs are really great. Albert Finney is like, it's almost like not Finney's great anyway. He is great, but his Scrooge is like, watch my books, you're bending the ledger. Like, it's so, like, kind of goofy that it's hard to, oh, this is a good drink. What is it? It's so, like, it what sounds the like fuck it's like a doing? stage play. Scrooge. It is. And, it, and I think that one is a stage play. Oh, okay. So it's like he's bringing the stage play energy. Yeah. But it's like the songs are super great. And it's like the, the Ghost of Christmas present totally, like, makes fun of him, like, like really rips on him. And it's funny. Right. There's, uh, oh my God, also in that one, um, fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, Alec Guinness plays yeah. Marley. Oh yeah. Uh, and it is bizarre. Like I can, you can tell when you watch it that his acting choice was like, well, if I'm a ghost, I'm going to walk around as if I'm floating. And he's like, you can't see this podcast listeners, but it's like, imagine if he's you had to pretend you were a wavy Yeah. Like a wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, and it's like in this one, he actually Scrooge goes to hell. Uh, and he's like, we have your uh, desk ready. You are the clock for Satan. And then all these like greased up, like shirtless dudes what? come in with chains and, and like wrap them up. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know if I want to watch this one. Uh, you should. It's very erotic. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, obviously, the Muppet Christmas Carol is like top tier. Muppet Christmas Carol was I, amazing. So good. The songs, everything about the it. songs are great. Kane's great. All Because he plays are great. it so earnestly. Yeah, he does. You know, like not like he's acting with Muppets. It's like yeah. he's playing it like these are fucking people. Yeah. Um, I think I remember an interview with him too. And he said that because like, he's done a few things with the Muppets. I guess okay. he's been on the show and stuff. And uh, he's he said that whenever he does anything with the Muffets, he doesn't see them as puppets. He just treats them like other actors. Did you say Muffets? Muffets. <laughs> I did. Muffets. <laughs> that's, a, that's a knockoff brand. It's a Muffets. <laughs> like, I can't believe it's not Muppets. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, the Muppet one is like is right at the top of my list. Yeah, Same with great. Scrooged. The Bill Murray Scrooge. Scrooge is, is awesome. Is incredible. Uh, the end And again, me... hard hit when he turns. Oh, yeah. At the end. Totally. That like, whole speech he gives, like, is yeah, choked up, too. Yeah, is amazing. Yeah. And that movie has like some like Billy Madison style 
stupid. Oh my god, like moments. crazy. Yeah. yeah, like over the. But it's just it's like perfect as yeah. well. Yeah, it's a great movie. There, there was a yeah, like the Alistair Sim one is good. Obviously, he's a great Scrooge. Uh, they do a lot more with his backstory and his like business stuff. Yeah. Uh, but they skip over stuff. I don't know. It's it, and it, a lot, a lot of it feels very like just like people saying their lines to me. Yeah, and I'm, I agree. It just it doesn't. The main I don't, reason I like that one is Alistair Sim. Yeah, he's he, really he's great. great. But there was one that came out like before that one uh, in 1938 with Reginald Owen and it's very good too. There's one that fucking Patrick Stewart did. Right. And uh, it was, um, I think that was the first one maybe where they're like, we have this new invention called CGI. Right. And we can do like effects and stuff. So it's like, it's very like old effectsy. Right. Um, But it's like, it's good. And you know, it's fucking Picard. He has some weird acting choices in it. Uh, Like when he wakes up and he's like, I'm still here. I'm alive. Um, (laughs) And uh, uh, (laughs) he does this thing where he's like, he, he coughs out. I think his acting choice is like, I'm going to cough out all the badness. I mean, he's like, and then it turns into, and he starts laughing and laughing and laughing. And it's like, I'm full of joy again. I'm not watching that one. No, it's amazing. The fucking Jim Carrey CGI one. It's okay, but it's, it's, it's got like that uncanny Valley weird, like, yeah. Polar Express had that too, but I actually really enjoy Polar Express. I still don't know if I've... It's one of those ones I'm like, I'll watch it this year, and then I don't. I really liked it. So yeah, there's there, there's there's a lot of them that's... But George C. Scott's the best one. Yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah, and if you think Alistair Sims is the best, I mean, it's your choice, but eat don't shit, you're wrong. <laughs> what? <laughs> nice! I thought for sure you were going to be like, I disagree, but you can like anything you want. Yeah. <laughs> no, eat but shit. Like, you're wrong. Yeah, the George... If, if you're a big fan of the Alistair Sim one, for me, you have to also love the George C. Scott one. Yeah, yeah, Because I yeah. think they both come from that place of earnestness and from telling the classic story totally um but anyway yeah that's great there's a sorry just real quick before we uh nope before moving on okay uh before we uh and there's a there's a thing i gotta another audio we're not gonna end this is a long episode yeah there's an audio clip that i have to play for you guys that will fucking destroy you okay remind me at the end it's on youtube but better not be arnold saying jamie No, it's amazing. Okay. Uh, And it has to do with the Muppet Family Christmas special. Something happens during the end credits, and it's bananas. Anyway, the next movie. Uh, Actually, now that I'm going through my list, the one that actually does probably first come to mind Mm. is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I was looking at that, and I was like, how did I not write that immediately? Yeah, and the funny thing about that is, I'm, of course, since I have a 16-year-old daughter, I'm on this journey of showing her older movies. Right. And it's always a mixed bag. A lot, <laughs> a lot of the time, it's like, I love this movie. And she watches it, and she's like, meh. Yeah. But Christmas Vacation, for some reason, no matter what age you are, I showed it to her, and it was instantly like, oh, I'm going to need that on VHS, and I'm probably going to need a poster on my wall. Uh, it's like instant love. That's awesome. And uh, I don't know if it's because even though it's crazy and Clark Griswold is like the ultimate idiot. My God, yeah. There's still, again, an earnestness to the movie. And uh, I don't know. And Chevy Chase is really good at laying in real emotion under comedy. Yeah, yeah. And even in the same line, like he can do a line that has an, like I think he's very underrated. Like he's one of the greatest physical comedians ever. But I think he has this layer that I think people overlook and he should be given credit for. Uh, And it's in all the vacation movies. Mm -hmm. I think there's all these little moments, like almost like what you were saying with Christmas Story is that he's, uh, he's a dad that really loves his family. Right, yeah, yeah. And, um, Especially you never you rarely see in comedies a married couple 
that shows attraction to each other. <laughs> Except you that know, he's totally hitting on, he's, he's fantasizing about that chick. And it's like, know, dude, your that, wife is a smoke show. No, but you that's, are lucky but that's to be married also to a, a realism sir. thing, right? That people have fantasies and whatever. Well, I mean, you can obviously like, uh, you know, like see that, that person's attractive and stuff. It's just, it's a funny thing where he's just like, oh my God, this guy, my wife's dead. He <laughs> says, he says that his wife is dead. <laughs> I know. And like in the first one, he sees the Christy Brinkley thing. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's just supposed to be like, yeah, obviously joke, it's just like, ha, 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 flirting joking, stuff. Joking. But, um, yeah, I, I know. I love Christmas vacation when the, smoke show. when the girl's showing him the, the high waistband thing. Yeah, can't see the line. Can you rest? <laughs> can't see the line. <laughs> And that, does mo- that, that movie does also that double has take. so many other funny like characters and moments like oh yeah i swear to god every year and it like makes us lie like well where did the water come from <laughs> i don't I know that. margo <laughs> like it's so I funny that. i love that um not yeah. to mention i laugh just when the the shard of ice goes through the window oh my god it's, it's re- such yeah. a funny scene it's so like slapstick and over the top yeah but it all still like seems not yeah. so cartoony and and the, there's such comedy brilliance in it with stuff like most movies would have him going up on the ladder and he and the ladder falls yeah, yeah and yeah. the joke is that he fell but on his he does the thing and pushes off and goes against the tree and then pushes it back and then he's okay yeah yeah and, yeah you know yeah, yeah. you know what i mean like that's first yeah first he goes all the way down but yeah but even when that happened he was fine Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that to me is like a real comedy genius that you didn't go for the easy laugh. Yeah, you went for this like complicated thing. Yeah. It was really, you really know, interesting. You know what joke always makes because it like I, it doesn't really make sense. I, I don't get the joke of it, but it's just it's so funny of like when he's trying to like plug the house in and his like in laws are assholes. And, oh my uh, god! You know what I'm talking about? Where they're his like his dad is so his nice. dad's great. His so dad's nice. so nice, yeah. But like his father-in-law, when they're Just like, he worked really e. hard on this, Grandpa. Soda washing machines. <laughs> like what? <laughs> what does that even mean? Soda washing machines. <laughs> but it makes he's, me laugh. He's horrible. <laughs> yeah, a real dick to him. Yeah, yeah. Such an and the and and uh, from everybody loves Raymond. Like I hope you could see what like a ridiculous waste of time. This yeah, was. like yeah, they're all horrible. Guys are fucking dicks. All horrible. Yeah, but and and the cousin, uh, the uncle. The really old one who's... Oh, of her, course, yeah. He's an asshole. Too. Super <laughs> asshole. They're just yeah. assholes. Yeah. But yeah, that so many family, great... Yeah. Um, uh, so many great moments. Him in the attic watching the home movies. Oh, yeah. Is like so touching. And, yeah. And... Uh, the ladder to the face. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> but yeah, so many great, great moments. Yeah, it's... it's, it's, uh, it's a, I, I always watch that as I'm putting our tree and up they And year. that was the best cast kids, too. I, yeah, I agree. And, I agree. Uh, Big Bang Theory guy. Yeah. Uh, they were great. Yeah. Totally um, agree. Clark kicking the Santa when he's mad. Oh my, yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah. so many and moments. Re- relatable. Gotta yeah. check every bulb. Like, yeah. I fucking, that just happened to me this year. <laughs> and it was infuriating. Uh, yeah. So anyway, um, can't lose with that. For a, uh, for, for a newer one, um, just to throw it in, uh, there's a couple newer ones that I really like. Newer? Pshaw! <laughs> I tell you, there are new Christmas movies <laughs> that will tickle your Christmas. Anyway, so, um, <laughs> uh, 8-Bit Christmas, I really liked. 8-Bit Christmas was awesome. Yeah. 
it had that same feeling, uh, like not as a Christmas story, but kind of. Yeah, because the the kid cast was great. Yeah, and that's what really sells the movie. Is I would double feature it with Christmas Story any day of the week for sure. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, underrated. I think more people should be talking about it. I think it's streaming, so everybody should go Uh, watch it. I think think it's it's just on Prime or something or Netflix. Yeah. Oh yeah, Prime Prime. Uh, But everybody should give it a shot because I'm sure when you're flicking through, you're like, "Hey, big Christmas, what?" Yeah, yeah. But stop on it and watch it. It's especially because it takes place in the '90s when. as my dad would say, Nintendo first came out. Yeah. And uh, it's like, that's all the kid wants so much as a Nintendo. Yeah. And it's like, if you like, you're a 90s You'll game kid. your eye out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, that yeah. was the, cat, the catchphrase. That's not actually a line. Um, yeah. Like eighties, nineties kids, especially will like, you'll remember that feeling of yeah. playing a fucking Nintendo. Um, I was blown away by that one. Me too. Uh, same with spirited. I really liked spirited. Yes, yeah, so the I Ryan Reynolds and too. Will Ferrell one. Jay didn't like that one. Oh, really? As soon as they started singing, he turned it off. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I I, re- I really wanted. To. Oh, I really enjoyed it too. Yeah. Do you like the Jim Carrey Grinch movie? Not really. No. No. I like it. I like because it has that Christmassy feeling to me. I mean, he's it just does. But for me, if I'm gonna watch, I'll just go watch the, the right, Grinch cartoon. Right. For I me, it that. doesn't bring anything new to the table. What's funny about that one is that it's like. The I'm who's not, I'm not a gigantic Jim Carrey fan. I'm just not a huge because he's of very his... just like Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah, like he's like... always even though he's a really great actor. I mean, yep. we've seen him in stuff that's oh, serious that where he's amazing. Yeah, but his comedy stuff, uh, I'll always take him as a dramatic actor over a yeah. comedy actor. Yeah, I, I just I'm it's not funny a fan that the who's in this one are like the assholes. Yeah. Like the Grinch is the victim and the who's are the assholes. Yeah, it's weird. It's it's like he's they kick him out because they're like, you look different. Get out of here. Again, yeah. racists. Yeah. What else was on my... Uh, I've got like Ooh. Nightmare Before Christmas. Of course. Uh, some animated stuff. Rise of the Guardians. Dude, I was going to say that. We're going to have an animated... Uh, yeah, we'll discuss my, that in depth yeah. later. But Rise of the Guardians is one of the best animated movies So ever, underrated. Ever Probably my favorite animated movie, period. Yeah, it's amazing. I loved it. Have you seen it? Oh, I'll add it to the list. We'll watch it's it. incredible. Anyway, I try every year to watch It's a Wonderful Life because <gasps> I love it so much. What do you mean you try? Well, some year, last year, I don't think we got a chance to. Oh, okay. I thought I, I, I thought you meant like you didn't really like it. And it's like, I try. But oh, I, can't no, I get try to watch it, but I can't yeah, watch that it. That Jimmy Stewart, not likable. Such an ass. <laughs> no, I'm, I just mean, I just mean life. <laughs> life gets too busy and you can't. No, you can't. But, uh, one, yeah. But uh, I love it. And I got it on 4K. So Ooh, I, I haven't watched it. So I got it last year on 4K to watch it. That and Krampus. And I'm like, can't wait to watch Ooh, them Krampus. on 4K. And then I didn't watch them. Uh, but It's a Wonderful what, Life it's is, busy season. is awesome. It is. <laughs> um, uh, Krampus. Yeah, Krampus is like... If there's anybody out there that likes horror... Uh, that also likes Christmas and you haven't seen Krampus, mm-hmm. remedy that right away. I just watched this Canadian horror movie called A Christmas Horror Story. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, I just it's watched like it. It's like Santa Claus versus time. Krampus. It's got a bunch of stories. It's kind of yeah. like, uh, like a, a Christmassy version of Trick or Treat yeah. with like a few stories. Yeah, I saw and that a few years ago. It takes place in the same town as Ginger Snaps does. Oh, I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, same writer, director. Because oh. uh, I think this this one had a few. And it's like, uh, yeah, William Shatner is like the radio host yeah. and stuff. And it was like actually pretty good. Yeah, um, I enjoyed and it. I, at first I was like the Santa stuff. I didn't really, I'm like, this seems like it, could, it should be in a different movie but then i won't really reveal it there's something that in the end and i'm like yeah. oh okay okay this is actually really cool and yeah and it was fun yeah i enjoyed it um i thought it was good yeah um, but krampus itself is genius it's brilliant oh, krampus is so good it's hilarious and violent and totally. uh 
again, full of assholes. Yes. Production design is off the charts amazing. Yeah. The creature, the Krampus, is one of the Incredible. creepiest things I've I ever mean, seen in my life. Tony Collette, Adam yeah. Scott, like the cast is amazing yeah. also. The kid uh, is great too. Yeah. I don't know his name, but he's amazing. Yeah, it. Jerry Maguire. That's the kid's name. Nope. What? I just made that Jerry up. Maguire? <laughs> what? When he got hired for the job, was he like, show me the money? Yeah, show me the Krampus. And they're like, get the fuck out of here, Jerry Maguire. But yeah, great movie. And I heard that he's uh, he has ideas for a sequel. So. Of Krampus? Yeah. Ooh. But he's kind of famous for being like... Well, there's no trick-or-treat too yet, so I know, we're he's still like, waiting on that. Maybe I'll make a thing someday. Yeah. We watched... Okay, so the Santa Claus, the Tim Allen one, the first one was... Yeah. Like, I enjoyed the first one. Yeah, it was good. Uh, Second one's like... You know, okay. I don't know if I've seen any of the sequels. It's the second one's not that. It's okay. The third one is not great, even though Martin Short is in it, and I right. love Martin Short. And then, uh, like, they just they're on season two of like the TV series. Yeah. And last year we were like, all right, let's uh, let's let's try and give it a watch, see if it's any good. And immediately it's like it feels very like Tim Allen like had a lot of input because mm-hmm. it's like immediately Santa's like, you can't even say Merry Christmas anymore. And I'm like, oh, brother, the oh, fuck you. I'm not going to watch this. So why are we talking about it? Because it's Christmas. Uh, <laughs> so, so we have recommendations for people and then non-recommendations. Don't watch that show. Okay. Uh, obviously, Jingle All The Way. I, we just watched that again the other day. I have to rewatch it after we had our other episode. Oh about my it God, it's so I, funny. I gotta go back and watch We it. tried to track the time because remember I was saying how it's like so much shit happens yeah. in one day. Day, and we're like we, we're like okay it's like he gets up at 9 a.m and then all the stuff happens i'm like it's got to be 3 p.m by this point it's got to be 6 p.m by this point right this would be eight o'clock at night and it is like supposed to be two in the afternoon yeah dude it is it, it's so you're, you'll because we talked about it yeah you will enjoy it more because it's so i'm sure ridiculous uh, um, another horror uh, Christmas one that I love is called Better Watch Out. Have you seen that one? Oh my god, I watched that last year. Really good. Twisty twist stuff. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit, didn't see that coming. Yeah. And it like... Super uh, fun, super, again, super violent. Yeah. But in, but in a fun way, but and it's, it's really twisted. and Yeah, it was better than I expected, but I was also like, I just don't want to give stuff away. Uh, there's a character that I hated so much in it that yeah. it made me like furious. <laughs> it was almost hard to watch because I was so like, that's anger noises. Cause I'm not trying not to spoil the movie, but it was fun. I, I, what about, what about, what about Fred Claus? Yeah. I think I saw it once and I don't remember any. Yeah. It's like, it's one of those ones that it's like, if we, are we doing Christmas favorites or are you just going to rhyme off? Oh, Christmas movies. You're right. Yeah. I thought it was Christmas favorites. I thought it was just Christmas movies. No, it's Christmas favorites. And another one that was made that I didn't care for. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that one that uh, came out uh, a couple years ago called Noel was pretty fun with uh, Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader. It was fun. Yeah. 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 I like uh, also back to classics for a minute. I yes. love the actually the original and the remake were pretty good of Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, yeah. I never, uh, I don't know if I saw the remake. It's like Richard Attenborough. Yeah. Richard yeah. Attenborough, who plays an amazing Santa. I He's can totally really see good. that. But I still prefer the original, Natalie Wood, and it's really good. And the funny thing is, I don't know what year it was made, but uh, for some reason, the people feel really real in it. Hmm. Uh, like from that time period, a lot of movies are like, John, what are you doing? You know, it's like over the top, that old, old <laughs> yes. movie acting. Please do the next podcast in that. <laughs> <laughs> and my next favorite movie was Home Alone. That was absolutely fantastic. Um, Bill's no, drunk, everyone. <laughs> Miracle on 34th Street is very heartfelt and very, uh, 
I don't know. It's just one of those great, like, even though you're an adult, come on, believe in Santa Claus. It's been know? so long since I've seen it. Like, I I remember you the movie. I remember it. what happens, but I think I'll I think I'll give it a revisit. Yeah. You know what? I'm not going to watch Fred Claus this year. I'm going to watch. Good call. Good call. <laughs> just for a change, leave out the ones that you're mediocre on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I just like to throw Christmas stuff on in the background while I'm working, just yeah. to like try and feel the season because yeah. you know it's not. You can do that with Miracle because it's almost all just dialogue. Oh, that's true, yeah. But it has some really funny moments and uh, some performances. Mm-hmm. Definitely worth revisiting. Nice. And, and on the animated front, with the other classics, we talked about Grinch a little bit and Rudolph. Um, in our Halloween episode, we talked about Charlie Brown. Oh, uh, yeah. Great Pumpkin, which was crap, but Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, that one's a classic. I love. Yeah. It's just... All, all the specials, like, stuff like that, I love... Um, the do you, you know what I it's funny I bought the uh the LP of the Chipmunks Christmas oh yeah um the Alvin and the Chipmunks yeah uh and it's funny I don't know if you remember that special that was on when we were kids and yep. there's like the the Golden Echo harmonica yep. and it's funny now watching it with adult eyes because the little boy is like sick in it and they're like we don't know why he's sick he just can't get out of bed and stuff and like he's lost the zest for life and it's like oh that kid's got depression <laughs> that kid has hardcore depression right because the doctor's like we don't know why he's sick but the kid's like I can't fucking get out of bed really yeah it's it's just like holy shit i know what that is now weird <laughs> yeah but it's still like a, such a classic too it's, so folks if you can all mail in a golden echo harmonica to mm-hmm, lee mm-hmm. it'll make his christmas a lot brighter it will be bring him out of his christmas funk yes welcome to um uh, public radio <laughs> where we'll be talking about jazz artists <laughs> um you know what's a funny uh, cartoon Christmas thing is the Flintstones Christmas because uh, what are they yeah, celebrating? Because everything about that concept is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, cavemen celebrating, celebrating the birth Christmas. of wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> what? They should have had their own like caveman version. You can't of, trust like, anything Jesus. Flintstones. Like I mean, they did commercials for cigarettes. For oh my god, Laramies! Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't know who that was an impression of. Fred, I guess. <laughs> It's the impressions See, I can't even do. Lee has some impressions that yeah. are not Laramies <laughs> have this, Barney. No, that's Peter Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> I am Fred Flintstone. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh, brother. So I'm going to play an audio clip here from, uh, this is probably actually my favorite. So anyway, folks, we'll see you next time on The Real Fucking, Rambles. you ruined Christmas, you Scrooge. Um, uh, this is an audio. Wait, let me cough out the, <laughs> the ridiculousness. <laughs> Engage. Um, <laughs> I won't interrupt you anymore. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. The, the, this is what the people come for. <laughs> so there is a Christmas special that is probably my favorite one called A Muppet Family Christmas. That's not the John Denver one, is it? No, okay. no, no, no. This they one, did a Christmas one with John Denver. I think, I think. that, yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of Muppet yeah, Christmas ones. Yeah, this is the one that has like every Jim Henson character in it. Oh, okay. It's right. uh, it's like it's they're all going to uh, Fozzie's mom's right. for a vacation. Okay, I kind of remember. That. And um, it's like yeah, all the Sesame Street people show up. Uh, the Fraggles are in it. It's 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 amazing. Honestly, there's like clips uh where or scenes where it's like it's like 70, 80 Muppets in there, and it's like holy shit. Is this that... maybe the only thing that's ever united all the I different think so, Muppets yeah. from all the different? It's like the it's like the end game of Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> On your left. On your, I was just about, <laughs> I just opened my mouth to say on your left, Bert. 
Um, so, so what I'm going to play now is a crazy case of just bad timing. So if you remember back when we watched shows on cable, mm-hmm. um, as the credits were rolling, like the nightly news would cut in, right? <laughs> oh God. The nightly news would cut in with like, you know, tonight, blah, blah, blah. Here's the news story. Right. So keep in mind, this is a Muppet family Christmas. And this is actually like recorded. Th- from this TV. is actually, yeah. Okay. Cause this was like a VHS copy. Okay. So, uh, it might just take a second for it. To, it happens when the credits are rolling. Okay. Uh, hopefully this will be loud enough for uh, all right. y'all to Get hear. ready, folks. Oh. Jim Henson. Yeah, I like it when they have a good time. But I tell you what, somebody's going to do something about these dishes, Froggit. Come on. I'm so, washing you dry, okay? So that's nice. Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to skip into it. Uh, so Sorry. One sec. I'm sure everybody's envisioning it. Merry Christmas, Piggy. Okay, you're left with good good feelings. Yeah. Credits are rolling. Here we go. I'm Dr. Timothy Johnson. Later on Nightline, it's a controversy about life and death. You keep a doomed baby alive so its organs can be used to save the lives of others. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone! Do you keep a doomed baby alive so you can harvest its organs? Merry Christmas! Like, what the fuck? <laughs> there are so many children sitting around watching this Christmas special. And then the Muppets are like, well, that's quite a conundrum. I don't know what I do. <laughs> Organs, organs. <laughs> like Hannibal gets in on it. They should have had Kermit do oh. that. You keep a doomed baby alive, then <laughs> harvest its organs. Well, you chose a great note to end <laughs> this with. So well, funny. folks, I, I hope you guys get Jay's dying. <laughs> Our producer, we may need a new producer soon. This producer is losing it. Now the question is, do you keep a doomed producer alive to harvest his <laughs> organs? Because he's about to well, harvest his equipment. <laughs> Well, hopefully, folks, you got some uh, some titles from this to uh, add to your own Christmas list. Uh, my first suggestions for anybody who hasn't seen them is check out Krampus and 8-Bit Christmas. Yes. Those yes, are like yes. the two big ones on there that I think. And uh, don't sleep on a Christmas story Christmas that came out last year. Yeah, yeah. Don't think it's just a cheap ripoff because it's really good. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to be back uh, next week with some alternative Christmas viewing. Mm-hmm. And, is uh, Die Hard a Christmas movie? We may touch on that. Yeah, what? Is what? Die Hard a Christmas movie? Oh, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes, yeah, yes, yes. we are going to talk about that Yeah, among some other stuff. So. Yes. Uh, so anyway, thanks for tuning in to this extra long Christmas favorites <laughs> episode. Oh, oh, oh. And uh, we'll see you next week. So, hey, Bethany, they want you to sign off on The Real Ramblers. <laughs> The podcast. <laughs> I love that line. Oh my god! Oh, it's so funny. Uh, oh. And now we'll go. sign out the episode with Mariah Carey. <laughs> well, don't no, won't you? No. no. Oh, okay. We'll dub her in. Okay. See you next week, folks. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Real Ramblers. Follow us on Instagram at Real Ramblers. That's R-E-E-L Ramblers. And you can follow me at Lee Howard underscore art and Bill at just the Bill 1138. 